Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about my holiday over the last couple of weeks and just some of the realizations I've had. I know I did a similar podcast like this about the cruise, which was a real active go away kind of holiday. It's very different when you've just got two weeks of quiet and pottering around home. So I wanted to share some insights, some stuff that stood out to me that I didn't even really realize that may just help you or make you feel like, hey, more than just me, it's more than just me who feels this stuff. So let's dive into it. Okay, so as I mentioned in the intro to this one, this can be used for people who have had a couple of weeks off on holiday, um, but more of those holidays where you just have time at home, pottering around doing stuff. Um, It could also be if you've just got a long weekend, an extra day off, three, four days, same applies. If you don't have a huge amount of plans to keep you busy and you're trying to do that thing called rest, uh, there's just a few things that I've realized when, you know, I've been going through it recently. You know, we've had time off uh, two weeks in total. Did involve a Christmas day and a Boxing Day and a bunch of other stuff. So there were a few things to keep us busy and stressed out and tired. Um, But again, there was also probably nine, ten days of, of just really not having to do much. Now, one of the biggest challenges, I think, with not having to do much is... The dyslexic and or ADHD brain doesn't really like to just be quiet and and lay down. Uh, You may be able to go into full sleep mode. So people usually, what I find when they're trying to rest and relax, who have dyslexia, you know, I'm always going to preface it with and or ADHD because they're such close friends. You know, you potentially either can sleep in for a long time, like my wife's a sleeper. She can she can do it till 10 a.m. She finds that her happy zone of, of rest and she'll sleep in as long as the world will allow with a little seven-year-old running around that, that can be limited. Um, but she, she really does enjoy it. Where I'm the opposite. When my mind starts ticking, say it's 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., whatever the time it is that I wake up, I'm I'm I need to get out of bed and do something. It just doesn't doesn't work. If I stay in bed, I'm that one that flips over back and forth until the other person smothers you to death with a pillow. I'm I'm that guy, so I have to get up and out. So on these holidays, my wife got a little bit more sleep, but I was still up. I think I definitely probably added an hour, hour and a half to my sleep in times. We got a new bed, which definitely contributed. Like I think beds are one of the things you don't realize how bad your bed is until you get a new one. The one we were in was eight years old, did the job, wasn't bad by any means, but it wasn't great. And a new bed, definitely, first night sleeping in it, an hour extra of sleep, which was pretty, pretty powerful. So I definitely, uh, definitely enjoyed that. Um, but also, once once I'm up and about, it's, you know, and, and knowing I had nothing to do, it's a really interesting feeling. Like, it's a really enjoyable, enjoyable feeling, especially if you know you don't have to worry about money over that period. I know not everyone's in that situation. But if you can have a week or two or, as I say, four or five days where you know, actually, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to change the world. I don't have to grow in any personal way. There's no, there's no kind of outside push to do something. And I think, you know, this is where me and my wife are good is we're both very similar like this. You know, we both appreciate pottering around, doing nothing, 
Um, binging some television is really a bunch of what we did. I think at one point we went through the whole Hunger Games series, which is about eight hours. Like, my gosh, what did we do before we could binge like this? So we could actually go see the new Hunger Games movie that's out in the cinemas. Um, and, you know, so like we just enjoyed it. You know, we just enjoyed cuddling up um, and, and resting, which was which was really good. But it, But what always interests me is that my mind still always has to be active. I have to be watching a movie. I have to be engaged in something. I could be watching a movie, play on my phone. That level of stimulation still needs to be very, very high. Uh, it doesn't go away. You know, whatever it is, whatever that stimulation is, it still needs to be there. And I was just very conscious that, and, and, and I had this real moment of realization that one, what I'm doing on this break time is kind of what I would do normally when I'm trying to zone out or chill out. So I kind of connected the dots and said, hey, I'm actually, something must be kind of actually going right in this respect because I'm doing the same thing I do on this, this extended break, what I normally do. And that was, that was good. You know, I enjoyed that. I was like, okay, like, it's not like I, my day-to-day life over the year is so bad, I'm having to rebuild it again for a week or two at the end. Okay, so that was really, really important. The other thing I really realized that was super important to me was making sure that I had time with, you know, to be alone and just to actually daydream, you know, to actually try and get some creativity back. I think sometimes that can happen in the year, and this is what became very clear to me when I had some time to breathe, is just how uncreative you can get when you're holding everything together. You know, my day-to-day life, probably like yourselves, you know, there's so much to hold together of life, be it football practice, be it uh, business networking meetings for me, or, or, you know, work that has to be completed, projects that are on, um, all these requirements of life, or just being an adult is just so tiring. Just really adulting is just really, really tough. And it just became clear that over this period, I, I still had to feed myself and wash myself, don't get me wrong, those are all routine enough now that I don't really worry about them. But it's, you know, it's all those other things that are pulling on your attention. That's what really disappeared over this period. It's just all this stuff that pulls on my attention day in, day out. Not the stuff that I want to deal with, but the other stuff. The stuff I can't control or the stuff that I tell myself I can't control. And there's a podcast I've just done. You may have already listened about delegating and and advice and that really came out of some of this awareness because you know I was so just so realized that I I see why I can't be in the moment I create this stress that forces me to to actually really put myself in a position where I struggle and I don't I can't win you know I can't win if, if I've put myself in a position where 20 people require my input or require me to do something? How can I be in the moment if I create that environment? And it's kind of an environment that I naturally seem to go back to again and again and again. And over the years, it's improved a bit, but I still keep creating these similar areas. And and a part of it is my brain needs stimulation. My brain is going, I need to be stimulated. The ADHD side needs consistent stimulation. If I can create some of that stimulation in my day-to-day life, And even if it causes anxiety and stress, 
it's still at least keeping it interesting, even if it's got a negative outcome. Um, but it was just, and that was that was just the real awareness I had is that I'm creating this this environment. My mind is creating this environment in my day to day life throughout the year, and the only time I get a bit of a break on that is when I actually can rest around Christmas and New Year's, which just seems absolutely insane. And so this year, it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to pick some goals that are really going to help me in my mental health um, and, and just my my life in general. Like I've got my health goal, I've got my house, um, you know, and, but this taking advice and delegating more thing is huge. Why create these stressful situations? I can cross things off. And again, it's trying to find that balance. Like, and I always come back to this one thing I, I heard from Dr. Hallowell when I interviewed him probably a year, year and a, probably two and a bit years ago, actually, um, that he mentioned to me in, on the call was try and put yourself 10 to 20% outside your comfort zone, but make sure you're in that zone because it's a zone which is stressful enough, but not so stressful that you're in pain. And I felt like last year I was probably 40, 50% out. And not due to skill set, but due to organization. I just, my organization, I just overburdened myself. Like I just put too many things on the list of stuff that I wanted to succeed with. And I hadn't taken the steps to clear out some of the other challenges. And I have done a little bit of that by the end of last year, but there's still a heap to go. And I don't want, like I want to enjoy my life. I want to be able to sit down with a, you know, and play Pokemon cards with a seven-year-old. I want to be able to do that and enjoy it. Um, and not have 10 things running through my mind going, I could do this, I could be doing that, why aren't I doing this? What have I got wrong here? Which is really, really important, right? These are the little things that make a massive difference. And, you know, the holiday kind of taught me that. It kind of reminded me that I could have pockets of this holiday time, and that's what I should be aiming for or want, these moments where I don't have that level of stress that's just overwhelming. And that's just what I want to share, guys. It's not a long podcast today. I just wanted to, I just thought that's a big thing, right? Because you can create that holiday time in your life if you design your life in a certain way. And it's not easy. There are things that are always going to come up. But you can definitely chop some stuff out that's just a waste or, or stress that's just not needed. You know, and, and, you know, I'll probably leave you on, well, I will leave you on one last thought. And someone said to me recently, when is enough enough? When is enough enough? And that that decision really makes a massive difference in how you choose to build your life and what you're aiming for. And, and being able to be grateful for, you know, for me, I see it as being grateful for what I have and not just waiting for something bigger and bigger to arrive. Have an epic rest of your day and I'll be back in a couple of days.